we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome to From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. Turn off, tune in, and turn on. Join sex and happiness coach Lori Handlers and executive coach Jen Koken as they traverse the worlds of sex, pleasure, power, and partnership. And now, please welcome Lori Handlers and Jen Koken. All right, all right, all right. Here we are back with From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. Lori Handlers, how are you? I'm terrific. I really am. And I'm excited about today's show. I am too. And we we were just talking because we're going to talk about how women CEOs aren't in their feminine. And I was asking you, is that really where we should start? And you said, yes. And say why you think that's so imp- why yeah. it's important to start there. Yeah. We have to set a context. Like, why are we doing this show? And it's been both of our experiences, both because we have been successful in the corporate world before and uh, when we had jobs um, and um because we know so many women who are like us, they're powerful, they're powerhouses, they make shit happen in the world. And we both know personally, and we know from our friends that when you, when it comes time to going home after a day of the office of giving directions and orders and making decisions, et cetera, being in what's called the masculine, like, it's really difficult to go home and put on some lace panties and a bra and a, you know, and a teddy or something and foo-foo slippers and go, Oh, I'm in the feminine now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I would probably already be wearing the lace panties at work, but let's talk about <laughs> being in the masculine distinct from being in the feminine. Cause I bet people don't even realize the distinction between those two 
um, energies. And I think from the perspective of the masculine, and, and we can also talk about kind of unconscious versus conscious, because I don't want this to be a show about bashing men. That's not the point. There no. is the masculine of making things happen, moving things forward, leading, giving direction that is very much needed when you're the CEO of a company, you know? Right. You have to, you have to be able to make decisions, cut through, penetrate uh, a lot of different options and, and a lot of BS and then be able to go, no, this is the way we're going get, and give direction. And take a decision and quickly. Yeah. And that's a very masculine trait. And women CEOs uh, have capacity. They have agency in the masculine. That's how they got, to, they had to be like that to get ahead. I mean, that's if, if we, if you set the context that we grew up in the, in the patriarchy in order to be successful, those of us in female bodies had to take on the characteristics of the dominant culture. Yep. So true. We're not getting, we're not bashing men about that. And no. we're not even going into the patriarchy. We're just saying no. like, I became successful because I could, I have a healthy masculine living inside of me. And so do you. Yep. We got shit done. Let's just be clear. <laughs> right. We got shit done. Yeah. And so, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, if we look at what the healthy qualities are, are of the mature masculine, they are presence, holding space, providing safety, witnessing without judgment, being responsible, like responding, having knowledge. And, and they, you know, on the chart I have, it says death and endings. What that means is being able to like kill off all the ideas that don't work and say, we're doing this, go forward. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what the, that's what the mature, healthy masculine has in women who are, who have risen to the top of industry, women who have owned their own companies, women who give directions, women like Oprah, let's just take her. I love her as an example. She gets shit done. Yep. Yeah. That's and I think some people might be like, well, wait a minute, but I, but I don't consider those masculine qualities. I'm a woman and I have those qualities too. But I think what's important to recognize is that each of us has divine masculine and feminine in within us. There's energetically the feminine and the masculine. And the question really is, or not the question, the inquiry is how do we harness both so that we don't feel like we have to be like this or like that? Because I could look on the other side of it, of women, you know, the divine feminine, too airy fairy and too often the ethers and too floaty and no company is ever going to, you know, succeed with a woman like that. But that's not even the conscious feminine, excuse me, the conscious divine feminine that's unconscious of the doesn't want to take a decision, et cetera. But men can be like that too. So let's just be clear. Yeah. These energies, everybody has both of them. And it doesn't matter what form your body is. You could be a woman who now considers a born with female genitalia who now presents as a man and vice versa, whatever body you're born into and whatever gender you identify with, we all have divine masculine, divine feminine. Exactly. And that's really, that's like the polar attractions of magnets. That's what makes the world go around. Actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, um, 
the thing why we're talking about this though is because after a day or a week or a year of making decisions saying you know this not this uh I, for me i could i was like a little general so like i could bark orders at people you know i'd say no i want this no i want that i'm still kind of like that and um then i then go home and i can remember getting on the massage table around 10 o'clock at night <laughs> trying to get myself worked on so i could relax and phone calls were still coming in and, and the person at the time who was massaging me was my partner and he said you know uh, it's impossible to contribute to you 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 you're not an opening to relax and receive and like i want to underline that because receive is the ultimate quality of being in the divine feminine being receptive yes why don't you talk about those qualities uh, of the divine feminine so people can hear that and grok on that sure so the the mature divine feminine is radiance mm. being grounded having healthy boundaries having compassion being magnetic vibrating with energy having wisdom and 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 then it says here birth beginnings so it's like things taking form you could look at the feminine as form and the masculine as formless as being the um the conscious potential but the feminine being the actual taking form of things and re being receptive is is a feminine quality and men need to have that too yeah well it's it's interesting because as you're talking you know you've mostly been in partnerships through your lifetime you've been as i've known you you've always had a partner i've mostly been single and dating and so for me when you're saying oh you know to try to come home and put on the frilly panties to be with your partner i'm like I don't have a partner to come home to, but to try to go out and date and be on a date and still being in that masculine of trying to make things happen with a man in that relationship is not something that men really want. They want a woman who's going to, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to say it this way and you'll probably ding a bell, which isn't, this is not really what I mean, but to lie back and, and take it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really, we're here to allow it. I'm not, ringing, it. The bell. I'm not right. ringing the bell. Okay. Don't ring the bell, <laughs> but I don't mean it like that. I don't mean like lie back and take it. I mean, be receptive to receive that male energy so that there's a marriage, an internal marriage between the two, but we don't even need a partner to do that. It's how do you harness both just like going through that um, wedding that I did, you know, what, five years ago when I was in that course with you, when I was in ISTA with you, where we had an internal marriage, where we married ourselves because it's that internal balance. Yes, absolutely. And we have to, We most people, don't even know about it, you know, so like it's bringing it into the conscious awareness that, oh, I have a choice. I have some polarities inside myself and I can choose in any given moment how I want to respond. Do I want to respond from the feminine? Do I want to have compassion? Do I want to, uh, you know, uh, magnetize? So, yeah. 
receive someone towards me or do I want to directly go for it? Like, hey, you, <laughs> or hey, you to myself. And, and the more, to me, the more we know about this, the more agency we have to play in it. When you are not a choice because you're not conscious, you don't have a lot of flexibility. You don't, I, I look at it like cards in a deck. You have to have the whole deck to play with. If you don't have the whole deck to play with, you, you can't play cards. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And the more you explore the divine masculine and feminine within you and start to notice, am I, am I great at receiving or am I great at taking decision? Because there are some women who aren't as great at taking a decision. So how can a woman feel empowered to make a decision when she needs to, or to interrupt somebody who is taking a conversation? I think about a time when we were in a training together and you said, I'm going to stop you right there. I have a boundary the way you're speaking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Does not work for me. However, it wasn't, it wasn't down this person's, this man's throat. It was look, no. The, and that's the divine feminine of boundaries. I have a boundary. I don't allow people to speak to me in the way that you're speaking to me. So you can either, and this person was reactivated to so either get up and leave and sort yourself out, but I'm not going to have this conversation here right now. Mm -hmm. And that was beautiful. But that I think was a marriage of both, right? Because you're both being directive, but you're also being warm and loving. And I think sometimes women feel like they, oh, I can't be vulnerable or loving when I'm the head of a company because I have to be, and they don't see many other women who are at the helm. So, you know, they don't see examples you know exactly exactly so i think here you know this is really the context of what we're going to be addressing in this show how do we how do we as women have capacity in both polarities and i i want to talk about the like what we would call the unhealthy or the immature a little bit because yeah. i want people to identify themselves and know that they can transform these things yep you know so and, um, and before you list them, one thing I want to put in, well, two things I want to put in. One is the show's about discovery. So please, here's how not to listen to this is it's more information to add to your brain. Knowledge is not power. You know, if not, it, well, it is, if I walk on a plane, I'm not going to get in the cockpit and you're happy about that. Cause you're like, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> what she did in the cockpit. However, the point of this whole show is to un to discover, to be in wonder, to, to see things you've never seen before. So everything we're saying, we're asking you to consider it. And these unhealthy or unconscious characteristics that you're about to say are all from being reactivated. They're all, tri they're, 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 they're triggers. They're, triggers. Exactly. They're automatic responses to, to triggers. Uh, to triggers and they're, and they're role modeled by our parents and by the culture and by absolutely. You know, I learned all the manipulation I ever learned from listening to rock and roll songs. You Interesting. Know, Say the, tell me about that. And reading Cosmopolitan. You oh know, yeah. Um, remember Jake? I mean, Jake, a man's opinion. Do you remember yeah. that column in Cosmo? No, I don't remember. That. Oh, it was all about fun. like the guy's point of view. And I have to tell you a quick funny story. I'm in Aspen, Colorado. After skiing, I'm in a hot tub and I meet Jake, a man's opinion. Oh my God. And I was like, 
dude, really? You're that guy? He's like, yeah, yeah they pay me money for this. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that part, but I mean, I learned, you know, that my, you know, wishing and hoping and singing and praying each night of his kiss, that would make me something, you know, yeah. uh, I learned, um, you know, I would die for you. I learned all these things. You make me feel brand new. All these things that I can make myself feel, I learned from songs that somebody else was supposed to write in and make me feel those things. And then I didn't know what to do about the fact that I could write in. You know, like I remember saying to a partner early in my life in, you know, the 70s or something, I said to him, he gave me a birthday card or something with him. Uh, the person riding the horse and the woman was side saddle on this, you know, behind the person. And I said, the next time you give me a card, you give me one with my own horse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not riding on the back of anyone's horse. Oh my God. But I, I that. you know, but, but that I was too much that way. You know, yeah. I had to, I had to, my, my research had to give me my feminine back. Yes. I had to wake the little girl up and say it was safe to be in this world. Yeah. And, and, and the other place we learn all this is movies. Cause my whole thing yeah. was officer and a gentleman where Richard Gere comes back together. And I'm like, where's the guy coming to rescue me? I was about to drop the F bomb. I guess I can do it. Fuck. Oh, I need to rescue <laughs> myself. And number, and number right. two, I don't need rescuing. So right. there's no need, or unless I want to be rescued, we could play that little. Oh, that thing. you could do a scene with that. That's different when it's conscious choice and you have consent yes. for those things. They're fun. They're fun. We're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We're I mean, getting way we're ahead of ourselves. We're trying to tantalize you. Go ahead. So, <laughs> um, so the immature feminine comes from fear, yeah. creates chaos. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to take some heat for this, but you know what? That's fine. Anyone listening to this, if you like, you know, get, tri you know, triggered. Off, that's okay. Triggered. That's okay. Yeah. It causes chaos, manipulates, like doesn't go directly, but, but hints. My mother used to say hint. Mm -hmm. My mother used to tell me to make my date wait for half an hour, even though I was ready. And I would go, Ma, I want to go downstairs. She would go, no, he has to wait. He has to know what he's waiting for. And I'd be like, but Ma, I'm dressed and ready to go. Why make someone sit there? You know, so manipulation, um, contraction, mm. self-sacrifice, and the capital V, victim. Like, acts like a victim needing to be rescued yeah. or a victim and the, the world is doing it to me. This, my friends criticize me, my, this person in my life uh, did this to me. A victim is a big piece of the unhealthy. Yeah. But I think self-sacrifice is too, because I think too many women, even if they're heading companies are coming home and doing for everyone else. And, you know, they're not doing for themselves. Right. including not masturbating, right. not giving themselves pleasure, they're not getting any, <laughs> but they're not masturbating either. I get a ding for that. Yeah, baby. You got two. Got two. Got two. That made me hot and bothered. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, uh, that, so if you, if you lead, if you're listening to this and you lead with any of those things I just said, you might want to take a look at and talk to us, send us questions about how to transform those things. Yep. And now I'm going to talk about the masculine when it's unhealthy, that, that when the masculine in us or in, a, in somebody in a different body is um, unhealthy, it provokes 
selects and distorts. Like it provokes arguments, it selects selective information and then distorts it and then says, see, I was right. And also there's a lot of reaction. And then the, in the masculine, there's a withdrawal. Like, I don't want to talk. Withholding. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. I'm with, I withdraw, I withhold. And I might bully or tyrant you. I might like bully you into some things that are unhealthy. And tyrant is and like steamrolling. I used to be a steamroller, like get out of my way. You know, when I worked on campaigns, we've got a deadline. If you don't like it too bad, this is what we're doing. We got, we got shit to do. This is where we're headed, right. you know? Right. So those are like the immature masculine. I think, you know, I think that Hollywood gives us great examples of all of those and like getting out of those, transforming those. It's really our job. It's one of our jobs on the planet to find a healthy balance between healthy masculine and feminine inside of us and then choose to respond from those. Yeah. And that's what I call responsibility, choosing your ability to respond. Right. I think it starts with starting to notice the triggers, like being a witness to the trigger, to what gets triggered, like what, okay, something happened and then you get triggered and that unhealthy or unconscious feminine or masculine behavior rears its ugly head, mostly to keep us safe. Right. It all comes from, it all comes from safety. Yeah. But, but we don't, we aren't given really good models. We're not given really good role models of any of this. And so, um, I, you know, I didn't get that in my family. No. And I don't know. I don't really know too many people who did. No. Look, my, did your did your family ever use the word boundaries? No. Here, here. This is the kind. You know, <laughs> not at all. Just don't not, do I mean, it. it. Just don't have sex. But you. Don't, but you shouldn't. What's a boundary? My hey, mother didn't even boundary. tell me not to have sex. She didn't say oh. a word about sex. She left out the joy of sex, hoping I would read it. And years later, I'm like, why didn't we have this conversation? She's like, I'm too embarrassed too embarrassed. I'm like, well, you, you left out. The yeah. I was hoping you'd read it. Like, well, you, I never was, I never um, had any quote unquote training. I don't think many people did of how to respect ourselves. What does that mean to respect yourself? Because that can be distinct. It's not like don't have sex at all. That means you respect yourself. It's no That's knowing right. yourself well enough to know what those boundaries are. What are you saying? Yes to what are you saying? No to, right. you know, so yeah, my family never used that either. So so I had to like fight my way into and out of situations. Mm. And um and that was unhealthy masculine part of me. I did look, in the absence of masculine the the of a woman will take up every role, do yeah. everything. So my father was kind of absent. He was there but he wasn't present. And so I had to, I had to like be everything for myself, mm. masculine and feminine. I had to, and I got stuck defending myself, mm. fighting a lot. Mm. So anyway, it's all good stuff. I think this is a really good opening to what we're going to, what we're going to be diving into in this show. And um, I, I, I welcome our listeners to question us. Yeah. And maybe even to disagree and to, to let us know, to write to us and let us know what they feel about it and what their questions are. Yeah. And if, and if you don't have a question, you might have what I call a how about. Well, how about this situation or that scenario? A yeah, yeah, buts. Yeah, but dot, dot, dot. So write <laughs> to us with yeah, buts, how abouts and questions. 
or com- right. just straight up comments. Cause we're going to read them. We're going to address them. And you know, if there's, to- we have a lot of topics that we want to talk about, but if you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about this specific thing? We'll make sure to do what we can do to, to have a chat about it on the show. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. That's it for today. Yeah. Well, um, that, that was a lot for today and (laughs) we are going to get into this topic even further on the next podcast where we dive in because we're going to see your comments, dive in deeper to the divine feminine, divine masculine, but also what does it look like to embody the feminine and to embody the masculine? What does that mean embodied in your body? So we'll have a chat about that too, which should be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be real fun. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. And we're thrilled. Yeah, this is Lori Handlers and Jen Koken signing off for uh, from the boardroom to the bedroom for today. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. We hope you'll join us again next time as we continue to traverse the worlds of sex, leadership, power, and partnership. To find out more about Lori, please visit her website, lorihandlers.com. To find out more about Jen, go to jenkoken.com. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business, spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour.